Tim Hill is Growth and Development Director for Hill & Partners. His purpose is to help independent creative and design businesses grow faster, perform better and build sustainable client relationships. As Managing Director, he's led business transformation, restarting growth, restructuring and re-energizing businesses. Tim, thank you for being on the show. Pleasure. Thanks, Nathan. Now, on the one hand, this could be viewed as a really bad time to sell anything as many businesses are sort of tightening their belts uh, on the back of a recession that I'm sure is on the way. Uh, On the other hand, it's actually a great time to sell because the landscape is completely changing. It's completely being redrawn. Uh, And as we speak, there are businesses that will need lots of products and different services to help them through this difficult time. Um, Is this a good time to sell or a bad time? That's a really, a really good question. And from a new business developer perspective, it's quite a dilemma, right? Because clients right now are holding back on their marketing budgets, of which most of the time that's where we get our fees from. And when clients are pulling their budget temporarily, the new business people have really got to think about how do they pitch their agencies and how do they do it sensitively? So the, the kind of question for me is bigger than when's a good time and a bad time. I think it's more about how do you sell hmm. to your clients in times of recession? Super, super fascinating. So that leads me on to the next question. How, how do we sell in times of recession? What's the, yeah. what's the frameworks that we should be thinking <clears throat> about here? <clears throat> well, I think, I think you always, and even more so from a new business perspective, your role in the agency is fundamentally to generate new client opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. So you're performanced and uh, judged and reviewed on that basis. And as I said before, once clients stop sending out RFPs, pitches for new projects, you've got to think cleverly about, well, how do I engage with that client or that new client in a way that feels like I'm not trying to sell at them? But I'm actually trying to engage with them and understand what their business problems, challenges are right now. And even more so in a recession when the time in everything is so fluid and changing daily, you've got to be really adaptive. You've got to really be empathetic <laughs> to with the client's challenges and their own issues. Mm. So for me, these are the things that you need to start with as you're building and getting ready to approach that prospective client. So you've done your homework, if you like, and you've really researched what's going on daily with the, the, the client and their business. Mm. Okay. So, so you're reaching out really as a way of helping and, and lending a helping hand as opposed to sort of selling uh, directly or proactively, because I guess nobody really wants to be sold to in this, in, in this environment. The idea is to sort of help first and then off the back of that help, once you've done the research and your insight is strong, then business opportunities should develop off the back of that. Correct. And mostly agencies that I work for and have worked in are time-based business models. Hmm. So their time is charged out to clients and that's how you build your budgets. So when we're in a situation where we've got to give value to a client when they're not giving projects out, what we can afford is our time. We can give up our time to do extra things and do the things that would really help in the longer term, once we come out of this post-COVID crisis. And for me, that absolutely is about looking at clients and looking for projects that you could do as a team, as a collective agency that might cost you 
time, not cost the client anything at this moment, mm. but the, in the long term, it will return tenfold to you because mm. the client will remember what you did in this moment for them, you mm. know? Super, super interesting. I've been speaking to a lot of um, agency leaders and, and new business leaders recently who've almost written off 20, what year are we in? 2020. Uh, they've <laughs> almost written off 2020 and said, look, nothing's really going to happen for the rest of 2020, even though things might start coming back to normal in two or three months time. Really, they're starting to think about 2021. Um, in that In that context, how should we be thinking about what we should do from a new business development this year because we can't sit on our hands for the rest of the year? Yeah. Uh, and how should we be gearing up to help clients succeed in 2021 when they will have, their businesses will be completely changed. They'll probably be remote, working more remotely. They'll be more comfortable with virtual pitching and pitching via Zoom. So their businesses are totally going to, change and, and, and have uh, requirements for products and services, how should we be positioning ourselves to help clients uh, succeed in 2021? Mm. Well, again, I would say look at the value that you offer clients right now. Even in this crisis, what did clients need you for? And if you look at the branding and design industry and the agencies, their value is helping clients build brands protect brands, make them resilient. Hmm. And one of the really hard challenges in recession is most clients and brand owners put aside brand building, long-term brand building for the short-term quick sales, the quick initiatives to, hmm. to get the cash flow rolling. Hmm. But, but the value that agencies bring to clients is always going to be about building brand for the long-term, building its reputation, shaping it for a new world after post-COVID. And that's where agency should be scenario planning. And the new business person should lead on that piece because they're looking at these companies and these prospective clients that they've targeted on their pipeline. They're seeing these companies change, as you said, Nathan. Hmm. Some of them are going to adapt massively. Some of their workforce are going to work more from home, less in office. There's going to be lots of hopefully good things that come out of it after this post-COVID mm -hmm. in terms of business and the way that they run. And I think the agencies should focus on driving even more value around those uh, ways these businesses are going to shape up. And that's great scenario planning for me that does that. You look at what a post-COVID world is going to look like for that business and for mm. that brand. Mm. And there'll be some cases where brands may just return. They're not all going to pivot. You know, not all of them will pivot. Mm -hmm. Actually, some of them will probably return uh, to, to where they were but maybe just a little stronger and a little more resilient. And that's where the brand and the agency come into play. Hmm. That's where our value comes into helping them, you know. Super fascinating. I, I don't know about you, Tim, but I've been paying more and more attention to adverts that are coming out from brands <laughs> around this yeah. sort of time. Yeah. So yeah. usually I would normally sort of either skip adverts or like ignore them. I wouldn't really tune in, but now I'm really listening to actually what are they saying? Like what yeah. is the message and how are you talking about your products and services in this environment mm -hmm. and some of the messages some of the uh, sort of the messages that i've heard have been quite crass and have been yeah. cringeworthy some yeah. of them have been very thoughtful and empathetic and inserted their brands i think in the right way 
Can you share some good examples of brands, maybe not mention their names, but some good examples mm. of brands that have done really, really well in this environment and those that haven't yeah. really done so well? Well, I think, I think the one, the, the companies that have most impressed me are the ones that have taken up the call from the government and obviously our nas- uh, national health service support, the need for equipment, the need for mm. uh, hand sanitizers, face masks, everything that we're short of or seem to appear to be short of. And companies that have really surprised me from architectural firms Hmm. creating prototypes that they put out on open source for manufacturers to take the uh, blueprints and build it and make these things. I think it's fantastic. I Hmm. think the way Formula One came together with um, UCL to start developing a alternative to uh, an evasive uh, ventilator, fantastic. Hmm. I love that kind of thing um, that I'm seeing. But you're absolutely right, Nathan. There are definitely brands out there who I, you know, I think the term is woke washing, <laughs> who are taking absolutely the whole yeah. idea of fear and panic that's mm. evasive mm. Uh, around the whole world and just saying, hey, we're here for you. Uh, here's a little ad that we can play for you. But mm. are they actually doing anything apart from promoting no. <laughs> themselves? No. And I think we're very smart now as consumers, very, very savvy. And we see through this <laughs> and mm. those those brands are going to be in real trouble mm. when we come out of this because they will not be respected if they were before. Mm. And in fact, maybe even in worse position after they come out of this. Mm. Really, really yeah. good point. So so how do you think about new business development in peacetime? So, so say let's oh. imagine a scenario where we're not in a global pandemic um, <laughs> as, as it just was like a month ago. And yeah. it seems that seems like a very long time ago, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, Jeez, yeah. How, how do you think about new business development in peace times and what sort of advice and strategies do you counsel your clients on to help them mm. win new business? Yeah. I always say that, that new business can be broken into different areas. There is the uh, new, new uh, business role which is i mentioned lead generating and often agencies farm that out to third party lead generators Mm -hmm. and you've got to be really maximizing those guys anyway even if it wasn't in a crisis or a recession you need to be making sure those companies are working hard for you so keeping on track with them weekly with check-ins keeping them up to date on new things new projects new case studies that are coming out are super important um, I think also when you're looking at your target companies and every agency has their list or should have a list and a database, I think just making sure you give them the right level of content. It might be a thought leadership piece. Mm. It may be a film that you've created that you want to post onto social, your social media feeds, but making sure you do it in a way that isn't over bombarding them. Mm-hmm. And, and again, certainly during recession, I've seen agencies doubling down on their content generation and posting and posting and posting. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think, what, well, certainly what I'm seeing on channels like LinkedIn, mm-hmm. there's too much, actually getting mm-hmm. too much stuff that's all linked to survival mode. Uh, and I think people just need to be slightly careful. Agencies mm-hmm. just need to be slightly care- careful not to overload uh, mm-hmm. clients, even though they probably have more time than they used to have less distractions sure. um, and, and, and certainly at the C-suite level, leadership level, 
Uh, of course, they're looking after their people remotely, hopefully, and doing that in a good way. Mm. But right now, I think the new business strategy is focus, focus, focus on those companies that you want to talk to, that you want as clients, and start doing the things that they're going to value most right now from you, which sometimes may not cost them money. <laughs> mm. That's the key. Super interesting. You know? So it's mm. really about sort of focusing on a small number of target accounts that you want to build yeah. relationships with yeah. rather than a scattergun approach and creating content it, it, for everyone. Most certainly. And even when I worked in one of the big network uh, branding agencies, or I've worked in two uh, big network agencies, where their revenue targets are enormous in comparison to an independent, sure. it's easy to suddenly fall into that trap of, wow, we just need loads and loads of conversations and loads of meetings sure. and loads. And I'm so anti, anti that. I think those days, are, I think that practice is gone hmm. and it should be. And if any leader or CEO or MD of an agency looks at new business as a uh, fast, quick phone call, telesales hmm. approach, uh, they're, they're, they've lost the plot completely lost the plot hmm. <laughs> it's hmm. just not that it cannot be that way you do not build great relationships and great future clients by just hounding them with phone calls hmm. uh and not doing your homework because we all know right when you get that sales call mm -hmm. from whoever it could be a utility firm it could mm -hmm. be your bank and they know nothing about you you're just you're just an another account another name on the list <laughs> you got it you got right it. Yeah. yeah, no, that's exactly it. it mm. It's super fascinating to think of, Tim, because as as you talked about earlier, when we get out of this situation and if we think about the beginning of next year, there's going to be so many brands that are going to be completely changed and, and we'll, we'll be operating in a completely new environment. Their businesses will be changed operationally. Uh, employees, uh, you know, as far as their employees that maybe they've, they're furloughed or, or maybe let go. Yeah. Um, maybe they're thinking about the new, the new economy that we'll be in in 2021 will be very mm. different to the one that we're in right now. Mm -hmm. So the landscape will be completely different. So how, so in, in that environment, mm. you would assume that there would be huge opportunities for agencies to be proactive and talk to their clients now about what the future, what 2021 is going to look like and what help they would need in order yeah. to survive in that environment. Yes. And, you know, you, you mentioned uh, uh, employees and we can't forget, actually, who's being most affected. Mm. Right. Because we're not only looking after our saving our lives from this dreadful you know, virus, but we're also our livelihoods. We've got this perfect storm right. hitting us right now. And when we all come out of it, you're absolutely right. The really good companies, the really good brands who look after their people will need to be managed so sensitively and coherently and consistently messaged mm -hmm. around why they're part and important and valued as, a, as a, a member of staff. And I think, again, brands and the work that agencies do around employee engagement and communication is going to be even more vital. Mm -hmm. Because you're right, these employees are going to come back from being furloughed or shortening their hours, their days, um, which is happening right now. They want to know what maybe this company is going to do for them <laughs> beyond mm. all of these gestures and things they had to do, mm. forced to do because of this crisis. Mm. What's the long-term view of keeping your talent, retaining your talent um, in, the, in companies? And, and the way agencies can do that is really reinforce 
the brand and communication side of the leadership team to really express and help these guys understand why they're part of this future mm. of the business. Super vital. I think that role and work is going to come uh, high up on a lot of the leadership uh, leaders and CEOs mm. of big and small companies. It's going to be how do we put the worth and value back to our our staff who've been with us and stuck with us mm. through these really tough times. So brand, internal, employee engagement, communication, yeah. vital, vital parts. Absolutely fascinating. Tim, mm. l- last couple of questions and then I'll, um, I'll, yeah, I'll let you go. Sure. <laughs> how, how are you actually staying grounded as a leader yourself over this time? Because I'm sure y- you've gone through your own emotional roller coaster as we all have <laughs> over the last few weeks from yeah. fear despair anger <laughs> disappointment elation sometimes yeah how, how are you managing your own emotions and sort of talk us through how you're staying grounded at this time well i have my family at home and they're all i have two teenagers and a 20 year old and they mm. keep me incredibly active and busy <laughs> <laughs> at home i i think what keeps me grounded is is i'm a great advocate of uh exercising Mm. physically mentally the two go hand in hand for me because you definitely need breaks when everybody's got cabin fever at home and we all are suffering it Mm -hmm. (laughs) you've got to find ways of taking mental breaks and that might be i almost think stop reading about covid and Mm. any of the news flashes because it is all so dire Mm. generally i'd keep away and if you're going to watch it watch it once in a day Mm. and maybe that's at five o'clock when the Downing Street does its latest update. Yeah. Because you just get caught up in a cycle. Don't and have I would BBC say, News on all day yeah. on your TV. <laughs> I'd Not say a good read, idea. It, read, read maybe that novel that you never, you, you always wanted to do, but you never did. Get up, get hold of it, read it, take yourself out of out of the, the situation yeah. you're in right now. Yeah. And physically what I do is, yeah, I, I, I take long walks. I run uh, 30 minutes, of course, only. Uh, outside but it's something you must must do because it's so easy again the pressure on new business people yeah is absolutely immense uh right now because mm. they are as i said right in the beginning they're judged valued bonused on their performance of generating mm. <laughs> uh a new new business and opportunities for agencies so mm. i think definitely have your moments to breathe mm. really for interesting sure. yeah um, silver linings. I, I like to end all of these podcasts <laughs> yeah. with a silver linings piece. Yeah. It's not all been doom and gloom. No. There have been lots of positive things that have come out of this, yeah. both personally and professionally. What have those been for you? I think it's, well, on a macro level, I remember reading the report on uh, the CO2 reduction of emissions around New York. I know it sounds really crazy, but, you know, as much as uh, Greta and our massive conferences that we have on climate change have tried to shift the reduction of co2 emission suddenly a crisis like this a pandemic like this has reduced what is it 50 percent co2 emission Amazing. so if we could yeah. and i and i only say it with a big if if businesses could just take a look mm. at how we could actually maybe not travel as much mm. for those meetings ten thousand miles away mm. and do it more virtually I'm all I'm all in favor. Hmm. I still think you need the human physical meeting uh, thing. It's just because we're very visceral animals. Hmm. We need it. Hmm. But I can absolutely I hope the silver lining is this different change in businesses and the way that they conduct meetings and et cetera, et cetera. And the second 
And the second big thing for me is I hope this moment and this crisis will help those businesses and brands really reflect on what they stand for, what is their purpose, and are they doing the things that they say to us that they're doing, hmm. to your point earlier. I would think this is going to create even greater soul-searching for companies to hmm. be better, better corporate citizens, better with their employees, uh, and, and just uh, generally just improve the way that they operate as a brand hmm. to their customers, to their staff. Super yeah. fascinating. Yeah. On, on the uh, environmental front, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I video called a friend of mine in, in Shanghai, who, by the way, China have gone back to business. It's absolutely yes. phenomenal <laughs> what they've yeah. done in, in, in that country. But I, I video called him and he, he's in Shanghai and he showed me a picture of the sky and I was like, the sky is blue. <laughs> and, he said, and he said, yeah, because the factories for the last two months haven't been pumping out smog. Yeah. So it's beautiful blue skies. It's so yeah. warm. The, you know, the, the, the pollution has been reduced significantly. Oh. And he was saying, actually, you know, Shanghai and, and China are actually not trying not to go back to those levels again because everyone's appreciating being yeah. out in the beautiful sunshine. Yeah, I mean, it's a lovely picture to finish on, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it really a, a sunny blue sky in Shanghai and Beijing mm. and, and New York and, <laughs> and maybe London, um, you know? Who no, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> but Come I on. think it's really important. I, you know, unfortunately, there is, from the previous recession, though, not to put a dark line on it, yeah. but on the previous recession, there was, you know, a spike in CO2 because people jumped very quickly back to business as usual. But I hope this, this isn't a, the same as a financial crisis yeah. and crash. This is a very, very different recession. And I'm hoping even if people view this as a V-shaped recession or a Nike tick recession mm -hmm. shape, I'm hoping what happens is they'll all look to this and say, we could stop and slow the way that we're damaging uh, the planet. And I'm not a, I don't call myself a hippie or a tree hugger. I just believe we could all just do that little bit more now to be better. So that's a good happy point to end on, I hope. Brilliant. <laughs> Tim Hill is Growth and Development Director for Hill & Partners. Tim, thank you very much for your time. Pleasure. Thanks, Nathan. In response to the situation, we'll be putting out regular COVID-19 podcast updates to share how world-class agencies and business leaders are responding to these challenges. Topics will include finance, steps agencies should be taking and the latest on government initiatives, HR, what measures agencies should be putting in place and answering questions on SSP, business continuity planning, working remotely, how to optimize your remote working setup and platforms, Managing stress and anxiety, advice on staying strong for yourself, your family and your employees. Sales and marketing, how to emerge stronger post-crisis, supporting others and much, much more. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.